Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the Professor G Podcast featuring Dr. Yu. Now, here's Professor G and Dr. Yu. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Professor G Podcast. Again, I got my homie here, Dr. Yu, and today we're going to have a pretty awesome discussion on some of the options that are presented to our kids while they're still in high school and really talk about that. And really, this one is for those parents out there, right? So, Dr. Yu, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I also want to mention we are also parents. So this this is not coming from out of left field is what we wish we would have knew, but also more importantly, uh, what I hope my daughters know. That's right. And I got three kids of my own daughter and two sons, and they're going to be presented all kinds of information in high school. They're going to be manipulated in some cases. They're going to, you know, in other cases, they just don't know. Yep. As we begin to talk about this, let's remind ourselves, you know, high school age, you're 13, 14, 15, you know, 18 years old. And, you know, think. Looking back, I I didn't know a lot of things when I was that age. But I thought I did. That's right. You think you know. You don't know. You don't know. So I, I, sometimes I still don't know what I what I'm doing. And so let, let's let's talk about some of the options. You know, sometimes any student that's you know getting out of high school, event we all eventually will get out of high school. Some people won't get out of high school, and then they'll do a GED or other kind of completion program. But either way, you know, you always have the choice of going to work. Yep. Right. And from what we've found is about forty to fifty percent of every graduating class just does that goes to work. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's high because, you know, I mean, what we're finding is most people at that point, they've had such a bad experience with school that they don't want to go on to school after 18 years old because nothing's mandated after 18 years old, right? You have to be in school up until 18. And then after that, half the population chooses not to go on in California. So some of us are going to go into work. What kind of work you think they're going into? Uh, low income work, probably labor. If it's anything related that's not labor, it's going to be hourly, seasonal, non-insured, non-benefits, non-retirement type things. And the idea is, I know for me, um, it was kind of sold. If if you do work hard enough, you work long enough, you know, they'll eventually bump you up. But unfortunately, the way our current economy is and kind of how things have shifted, it kind of takes that degree to really break into that professional class of having a bare minimum retirement account. Right, right. And I had a lot of friends. I remember thinking back in high school, they all went into construction. Mm -hmm. Why? Because at that time in those years, there was just a lot of houses being built, you know, expansion, those kinds of things. And they can make being a laborer, breaking concrete, digging holes, you know, whatever it might be. I mean, it's hard work. It's decently paid, but they get stuck there. You know what I mean? And and when what happens, it, you know, from my experience is a lot of my friends would then tell me because I was in college, right? I decided to go a different route. They'd tell me, hey, Mauricio, come work for us. Come work for us. We're making a lot of money. Look at this badass Escalade I'm driving. You know what I mean? And and I was driving this just junky car <laughs> that would break down often and looked ugly. You know what I mean? And and I would just be like, man, I could do that. I, I'm a harder worker than that guy. I, I think I can make it if I go into the labor portion of construction. Luckily, I resisted. Yeah, and it, it, it is possible. I'm not saying that it's not, but statistically speaking, right, those who earn a college degree will earn up to over a million dollars in their lifetime more than someone who has not. And, and I think what doesn't factor into that thought or that young mind oftentimes is you're going to get old one day. Mm-hmm. You could get hurt, right? There's mm-hmm. so many things that could happen or a pandemic could hit that none of us seen coming in which- yeah. Or the- divorce, <laughs> 70% divorce rate, you right. know? <laughs> 
Which means that means that income you were once making is going to be cut in half. <laughs> and so, you know, going to work, I went to work, but as a janitor to put myself through college, mm-hmm. right? Go, doing the hard labor work is honorable. Doing it temporarily, knowing that I, this is a stepping stone for me, right? As I gain more training, as I gain more education, I'm going to do this temporarily with honor until I get to that point where I can make that next jump, Yep. right? And so going to work is always an option. It seems to be about an option to about half of the California high school graduates. Another thing is athletics. We got a lot of our boys and gals that are fixed on athletics, right? That Yeah, you know, they, they're trying to be baseball stars, volleyball stars, track stars, football stars, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of our, a lot of our youth will spend an enormous amount of time, right, training and doing those kinds of things. Right. I think you were an athlete, weren't you? I was. And I, and I wasn't a good one. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't realize. Did you think you were a good one? Of course I did. Because, <laughs> you know, I was told that or I felt like that. But I think it's once you break it down, like the possibility of earning income from any type of professional athleticism is next to none. Right. And so unless you are being recruited, sought out after uh, as a potential athlete, you know, in the third grade, fourth grade, the likelihood is, is pretty slim. But even those who do and, I, and I've known who played athletic ball at a college level, even had some of their tuition paid, still got their degree because after that they had to go work. That's right. 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 So even your most successful athlete who, let's say, did go pro, they still get degrees and they transition into media relations, agents, whatnot. They still management. They have to work. And that training came from getting a degree. That's right. They use the athletics to then go to college. Right. Because that that's where the majority of them will then be successful professionals. Correct. Not necessarily professional players correct but professional managers professional healthcare professionals that are in athletic sports medicine everything because sports is huge right and it's the biggest money maker on a campus so there are tons of careers in athletics but doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be with your body as a professional athlete and so if athletics is your thing that's cool stay with it major in it but the likelihood or probability of becoming a professional athlete and earning income from that is pretty rare that's right and you got to have those upfront conversations with your kids right is let's prepare if you're that good let's prepare you for that possibility which is rare but the backup plan is you're getting degrees while you're playing ball. Yep, because that's where it's at on the long run. Yep. So one of the options, again, is is work, right? Go straight into work. Second option was athletics and pursuing that as a potential career. But our recommendation is use that to go through college. And then we figure out whether you're going into that professional field or not. I get a lot of kids that, you know, come up with the military, that they want to go to the Marines. They want to go to the Air Force. They want to go somewhere, right? And they've talked to a recruiter while they're in high school and stuff like that. And I remember back in the day, I was getting recruited by uh i believe it was the uh the reserve program for the army and you know as a young man everything they told me sounded great doesn't it it make you feel special oh 
he goes, man, with your strength and your, you know, you, you scored amazingly high in this test called the ASVAB. And I'm like, I don't know if that's high or low, but they're telling me it's high and they're telling me I can be a doctor. And I didn't, you know, that's what I said I wanted to do because I didn't know any other careers other than kind of like the person in the white suit that, you know, the jacket that makes a lot of money. That's what I want to be without really knowing that's what I want to be. And I was, you know, and, and in conversation, I was being promised I was going to be able to do all of that in the military. And at the end of the day, it wasn't true, right? I asked for all of that in writing because I was told I was going to do basic training in Hawaii. Whoa. And, and I had never been to Hawaii. And of course, I saw Hawaii. I'm like, on the beach? <laughs> And I'm going to be able to be a doctor. And I asked for it in writing. I swear I was, I think, sitting with three other people in military suits and the pressure, you know, to sign. I just said, hey, I'll sign as soon as I get it all in writing because what you're saying is amazing. And unfortunately, they couldn't put it in writing. So that was the day I walked out of that office and never looked back. As a heads up, right, to parents, right, your kids are going to be made a lot of promises. Get it in writing is my best advice, especially if it's one of these organizations, including the military, right, that likes to make a lot of promises. Well, I think for me, what was I was also recruited to go to the military. I was uh, which branch? Do you the remember? Marines. <laughs> Uh, They said I had a look about me that they wanted. And I think for me, what was so attractive is someone wanted me, right? As someone who struggled in school, someone who barely, barely passed high school. And at the moment when they were talking to me, I don't even think I was eligible to even play ball at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. And so it it was good to see someone and acknowledge my talents, whether they be superficial or not. Like, you're tall, you're strong, you're fast, you're this, you passed this test, and you did well. I don't know what the test was, but every other test I took prior to that, I failed. Likewise, yes. So it felt great to be validated in that way. And, you know, they asked me a bunch of questions. What do you want to do? You want to do that? You want to do You could do it here. You could do it all. And to me, it was like, wow, this sounds like amazing. And then let me add to that. I was being told, we'll give you 50 grand for college after. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And and then I didn't have any money. I'm like, 50 grand? 50 grand? Yes. Right, right, right. If you commit to these four years. That's a long time. My four years, you know, especially at 18, I couldn't see past my nose. So in a, in a long story short, I was like, let me think about it. And I went home and I remember I talked to my mom about it and she was like, nope, not going to do this. And the next day they called and she told them I was dead. <laughs> Don't call back. <laughs> Don't call back. Right. And, and at the moment, I didn't understand. But in retrospect, you know, I'm glad I made the decision I made. Likewise. Likewise. I'm glad I, you know, I'm glad I asked to get it in right. And I can't, re- and that didn't come out of my mind. I came out of someone else. I can't remember who told me, hey, just get it in writing, bro. That's it. The last thing, ask him, put See, it in writing. They told me Hawaii. I might not be here right now. That's right. Mm-hmm. Likewise, man. Likewise. And I like where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 So, military is a great career option for certain people. Yes. Right. I'm not going to take that because take that away from our military. Right. We are able to do a lot of things in this country because of the military forces that we have. It is not the right choice for the majority of our young black and brown kids, especially is because we get trapped in those kinds of positions and we then 
struggle more to evolve. And it just really depends what's happening in the globe, right? Because now you will have to go to places that either protect our financial interests or our land interests, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, I'm glad I, at least for myself, made the decision not to join that. And I feel strongly about my kids as well, not making that decision to join a military force. And yeah, and everything that they promise I've been able to do outside, but make more money doing it also. Likewise, I've been able to generate way more money than I ever could have if I would have went to the military. Yep. Exactly. And so, you know, another thing that your kids might come home with is trade schools, mm -hmm. right? And trade schools, by definition, are just a school you go to for about a year, maybe a year and a half, that just teaches you the specific trade. And that couldn't be like, for example, cosmetology. Mm -hmm. You know, I got a lot of young women that come in every year that all they want to do is cut hair because they're just fascinated with beauty, mm -hmm. right? I want to be the prettiest. I want to make people look pretty. And they're young high school kids, right? And they can't see past, you know, cutting hair and makeup. And trade schools love them because now they're going to go pay $30,000, $60,000 a year for a specific private trade school that makes a lot of promises as well. Yeah, and unfortunately about those trade schools is there's public institutions that provide the same level of training. And you can look this up yourself, but there's a lot of trade schools that have been in hot water for making promises that they can't keep and preying on students who they know would not complete the process and taking their money and leaving them high and dry. So they've, they've been in a lot of hot water. There's Again, been a lot of school closures over the last, yeah, say, five to seven years. You know, Corinthian colleges went down. Healed Business College went down. Why? They were just preying on our kids, getting them through their school without graduating them, but making them take student loans out. Mm -hmm. and, the, and, the, and at the end, when those schools shut down, that kid's stuck with the 34 $60,000 federal student loan that they must pay back whether they graduated. Yeah, yeah. And the idea that we'll promise you get a job after it's, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And it so, is. They're mienten. They're lying to you. They are. They are. They are. Don't fall for it. They are. And trade schools can be profitable. A trade can be profitable. We are at a point in our economy where we need more welders, but you can get that same level of education with a little, bit, little more time, but a lot more affordable at a community college. You know, just up the street, there's an auto mechanic trade school. I'm not going to say the name, but uh, it's big. It's big. It's right off of Highway 5. You know, I just found out that they're charging like 50000 thousand dollars for like a nine month program that's ridiculous that is ridiculous you can do the the exact same program and actually better programs at american river college at Cusumnes river college the same certifications and more so you'll have actually more training and if you qualify for the pell grant and the cal grant and promise grants it'll be free right just like cosmetology if that's what you're stuck on you want to do that's cool you could do it at City. That's right. And a lot of these trade programs, other trades, like heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. That's where the right? money's at, I heard right HVAC. now. HVAC. Oh, man. I mean, you know, right? We take HVAC for granted. That's real. Right? But when it's super hot. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the HVAC technician? Something ain't working. When it's super cold and the heater doesn't, where's the HVAC technician? Because we need that fix. And, and it's not just like HVAC residential, but HVAC commercial. Yes. And that's where these schools will have faculty and staff or people who are experts in that area who will train you beyond just like the house air conditioner, but also a commercial. That's right commercial refrigeration yeah. right your fruits your salads all the things you eat have to be refrigerated the meats right and we're talking about huge plants huge areas of work 
commercial and residential. I mean, I want to be able to have the skills to fix my own fridge if it breaks, right? Why am I going to go get another $2,000 fridge? I can probably figure out how to fix this one. So HVAC is everywhere, yep. believe it or not. And community colleges have those. Yep, yep, yep. So I think that's our next point. Next point is, you know, you got the community colleges, man. They are a jewel that most people don't even know about, right? And if you do know about it, you don't know enough about it. Because community colleges are like kind of, well, in California, they're the largest system of higher education, not only in Cali, but in the United States. Mm -hmm. Community colleges here have 116 colleges. Mm -hmm. right? That's a lot of majors you can study. Mm -hmm. A lot from computer information science to HVAC to welding to cosmetology. But not only that, community colleges not only do trades programs, but they also do associate degree programs. And university transfer program. Yep, yep. And I think you did the university transfer program. I did the university transfer program. So I went to community college for several years and then transferred on to a four-year university to finish my bachelor's of arts. And community colleges are, by nature, open to the community. Yep. So right? open enrollment, whether you did terrible in high school, like I did, or phenomenal in high school, like other people do. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't even think we hung out. I don't think I even hung out with many of them. But the idea was that it was there. And you could start right after you graduate. You could start a year after you graduate. The important thing. That and here's it, the beauty. You can stop whenever you need to and come back yep. whenever you need to. Because sometimes your life requires you to stop for a few years or for a semester. What doesn't matter. But the ability to come back that following term or a year later or 10 years later. It doesn't always matter. There. Is always there. Right. And the affordability. Mm -hmm. Unmatched. Yep. I mean, and especially in relationship to, let's say, a trade school that will offer or promise the same type of courses or time frame, but at a cost that I, I would even probably 500% more. Easily, easily. Because again, community colleges, even if you had to pay, it's 46 bucks a unit for California residents, yeah. which if you didn't qualify for any aid, that's still the best deal in town. Yeah. If you qualify for aid, now it's free. Right, right. <laughs> of course, that's the best deal in town. Right. And here's the funny thing is as a counselor, you know, I started comparing trade programs and like community college programs. The trade schools credits don't count anywhere else. The uh, community college, like welding, say you do welding at a community college, all of those classes are university transferable to the California State University system. It's funny you say that same thing with the military. Yes. The courses you take there, the training you get there does not apply to the outside world. And so oftentimes I have folks coming back to the community college to after military to get recertified in something they were already doing because these credits count on the outside for a lot of other things not just your trade but also for transferring if that was your end goal too that's right and so again the value mm. of the credit is not only more affordable it counts more yep. than everything else right so community colleges you know we have a bias we work at community colleges we see the the good and the bad right there's always good and the bad of everything but in my personal opinion that is the best deal in town that should be the first choice for most of the population because that's going to lead us right into university talking about next right? yeah 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 so i think the university is a good option if you're eligible and if you qualify for someone like me when i was um, at that age i wasn't eligible for any university csu or uc or private school i just didn't have the grades test scores or even know how at the moment to, to take that step but if you do i mean that's an excellent option as well that's right, because here's the thing that most people don't realize. 
is to go to a university, you have to qualify. Yeah. Meaning you got to have the right classes, the right grades, the right tests. As soon as one of those is gone, you don't qualify anymore. And here's the shocker. Every year in California, we graduate out of high school. At, you know, the senior class, there's about 450,000 students that graduate every year in California. 10% of them okay, qualify for the university. 90% don't. When I hear my kids talking about the university, I have to like kind of say, hey, you know, you're not in these right classes. You're not pulling these right grades. That option is closed yeah. right now. It, it, you it, can get there through a different route. But if you're not performing in high school, and I sure wasn't, right? No. I, I was like you, I wasn't performing. So I was part of that 90% that could not go to the university straight out of high school. We had to take that different route through the community college to get to the university. So if your kid is die hard on going to university, we want to be, you know, upfront with you and saying about 10, 10% of every class gets in the 90%. And, and, and it's not anything they've done. It's usually that means you have to be proactive with the school, uh, sophomore and junior year, because that's the those are the grades that count that they look on the transcript when they start admitting people and so that you as parents that's when you have to get with the school and make sure they you they have you your kids in the right program because I've, I've also encountered students again who are brilliant who who have uh, all the technical skills and determination to make that step but get hindered because they didn't put them in the right classes or they didn't you know they weren't aware of the test timeline so as a parent that's something you are also going to have to be if that's where your kid is at then you're going to be proactive even earlier than when they're 18 but like when oh you got to start at ninth at ninth grade 15 yeah 15 14 if your kid isn't in the right classes at ninth grade they're not going to be eligible yeah it's literally that simple and of course i wasn't in the right class my parents didn't know what questions to ask my you know what i mean it it was my parents were more like hey you do whatever they tell you to do Mm -hmm. right and it wasn't my fault that i didn't understand or even qualify at the end you know what i like to tell parents is this You know, we have 3,000 high schools. We have 10 UCs. There's no way that 3,000 graduating classes of 3,000 high schools is going to fit into 10 UCs, right? We have 23 California State Universities. So in total, there's only 33 public universities in California, but there's over 3,000 high schools, right? So the university is not meant to educate everybody. They're only meant to educate the top 10%, whether you get in there through high school or whether you go to a community college and transfer into the university. So, you know, that's just the reality check. And so many kids are heartbroken, right? Right around, you know, April, May of their last year, they're now heartbroken and wounded because they didn't get into the school that they've been trying to dream Yeah, about. and then some schools are more selective than others, uh, determining on who they take, where they take them. So it, it's, it's one of those things that is possible. Again, encourage it if you can, but that means that conversation and for you and them starts when they start high school. And that's it. And you're, you're going to have to dedicate that time to being sure that ha- occurs. Not- and if they don't get in, that ain't the end of the world. No. That's just part of the game. Yeah. You now have to find a different route. Yeah. Right. And and same with my kids. My kids don't get into their perfect school, but I have to be the parent and say, look, this is a game we're playing. There's mm-hmm. not enough resources, you know, available at the universities, right, for, for everyone to be there. You're going to navigate this. You're still going to get your degrees, but I got to tweak, help you tweak your plan yep. and your ideas so that you're still successful mm-hmm. without, you know, thinking that I'm only going to be successful if I... If I go to Stanford, you know, I laugh. I go, listen, I got Stanford employees. 
that worked for me. I didn't go to Stanford, right. you know? And so don't allow your kids to stop dreaming because the system is so limited right. for them. And so today we dedicated this podcast to all the parents, right? That struggle, that stress out about where their kids, the ideas of where they're going to be in a few years. Right. Some can go to work. Some can use their athletic ability to do other things, including trying to get into, you know, colleges and universities to to get degrees by using their athleticism. There's military options. Right. We didn't take the military options, but those are options and they're legitimate. Right. But, you know, be very cautious with that because everyone will promise you something without really being able to deliver. Same thing with trade schools, right? If it sounds too good to be true, it definitely is, right? Community colleges, one of the biggest options for most people whenever you're ready, whether you're ready coming out of high school or whether you're ready at 35 years old, don't matter. Community colleges are always that space that you can mm-hmm. get more training. University systems, the CSUs, the UCs, the private universities, you know, again, be conscious that they only can take about 10% of the population. If your kid doesn't qualify right now, that's totally cool. They can do what Dr. You and I did is go through a community college and then also end up at the university. And then the last thing is you can do nothing after high school. Right. Which I don't think any of your parents want your kids doing nothing. Yes. As parents myself, I told my kids, hey, listen, you do nothing. You don't live here. Right. We can figure something out. <laughs> right. You need to do something. I don't care what it is, but you must get some kind of training or schooling after high school. And that's kind of the rule that I have in my family. I mean, you know, I'm sure you have something similar in yours. Uh, yeah, we'll cross that bridge once they get a little bit older. But there's definitely expectations of them, higher expectations of them, just as I know all of you have high expectations of yours. And the last thing I might want to tell the parents is this. We hear a lot about and it's out there right now. Now, in in social media, it's the get rich quick. Oh, my God. Right. Every time I go on an Instagram or TikTok, there's some fool talking about this is how you do it. So you don't have to continue your education. And this is how you get rich. And this is please ignore that. (laughs) That kind of information, like with anything, everyone has told me in my life, the fast route is the negative route. Right. It never works out if you're doing the fast route. Are you hearing that a lot from, you know, just the things you're watching? Yeah. You, you know, people like to say, well, Bill Gates didn't do this and that didn't press that. But they also grew up rich already. Right. Like they already grew up rich. They went to they probably got a better high school education than most of us got college educations. Like, so there are exceptions to the rules. There's no doubt. But for the most part, unless you have the money or resources or time to make that level of investment because it takes money to make money or have that rare skill set that people are willing to pay you for, which most of us don't, including myself and my children, as much as I love them. I don't foresee a a future in, you know, athletics or singing or whatever the hell is uh, making people money now. You're going to have to go out and get it. Or, you know, if you're fortunate, I know for me, like I didn't have an inheritance. There was no um, nothing being passed down to me. I mean, you don't have a trust fund. Nah, <laughs> yeah. So you're like so like everyone else. And like most people in my family, I am a wage worker. I work for wages. And this is the avenue in which you could increase your wages until then. This is kind of the, the game we have to play. 
So, and we're always about, you know, giving you the right advice to think about, right? Mm -hmm. Not one of these is the best advice, but the, your kids are going to be presented a lot of options. Yeah. And it's things you have to think about as a family to ensure that they get the right training after high school, right? To make their lives just a little easier than yours, right? And I think that's as parents, that's what most of us want. I can get my kid to this level of wherever I'm at, and I expect them to do just a little bit more to make sure that the family, you know, stays intact, is profitable, and we can then slowly move up the ladder together. Yep. So, Professor G. Dr. You. Thank you very much for joining us today, and check out our other podcasts and videos on a bunch of different information that's going to help you get through college the quickest, most affordable way possible. And don't forget to download our Techo Guide app. We're adding every single college by the end of this year so that in California, you'll be able to navigate any program through the Techo Guide app. For more helpful tips like this, to find the quickest and most affordable way possible to get your degree, go to the App Store and download the free Techo Guide app.